This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back, Nation. Hope you're having a great day. We are live in Surprise, Arizona. Spring training coverage brought to you by Sonic. Mm, Good. This segment here is brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art. It's brought to you by Window Nation. Go to windownation.com. And by the Frankels, there's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. Consultations always free at truckwreck.com. Michael Gelkin, Morning News, live at the Combine, joins us now here on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon, Michael. How you doing? Good afternoon. I'm doing well. How y'all doing? We are doing outstanding. It's been a busy week at the Combine already with Steven talking so much Uh is this event more about like a free agency and personnel preview than than the draftable players for for a lot of you writers at this point? It is, and it might find it might sound a little backward, but I might go the entire week without speaking to a single draft eligible player, and that is not because the draft isn't important, uh, but when you just look at where we are in terms of the time of year with free agency starting. Uh, March 13th is the negotiation period. March 15th is the end of the league year and start of the new one. There's just so much tied into that March 15th date that, you know, and, and plus you have every agent, you know, so many coaches, scouts, uh, all, really the whole league is, is here. It's like this huge, big convention type conference. And so if, if you're not focused on networking and if you're not focused on free agency, uh, you're missing out on a great opportunity to get a better sense of this team in the league. What was it from uh, Steven's comments today that, that really stood out to you? I think that three is no, not a crowd at offensive tackle, uh, where the Cowboys clearly have the successor in place at left tackle in Tyler Smith. Uh, that pick uh, at number 24 overall uh, has really paid dividends already uh, in terms of what he did as a rookie, not only at left tackle but at left guard. Uh, just a highly, highly impressive young player who gravitated to the veterans in his room, was really honest about his own development and worked uh, through the lessons of, of Jason Peters, of Zach Martin, and of Tyron Smith. Uh, you have Tyler Smith, and then you have Terrence Steele, who's have, having, by all measures, a remarkable recovery from his torn ACL that he suffered, as you remember, back in the Houston Texans game in, in December. And then with Tyron Smith going into you know, a contract year, and, you know, questions of you know, the longest tenured active Cowboys player, you know, what, what do you do with him? And the Cowboys, based on what Stephen Jones said, you know, he expects Tyron Smith to be back. And so that's three starting caliber offensive tackles for the Cowboys uh, at a time when so much of the league is, is really short on talent there. To have those three at your disposal is quite the luxury to have. Uh, amid all the questions the Cowboys have on offense tackle right now, 
not one of them. Okay, now what about this franchise tag conversation? Uh, maybe not using it on Pollard. We're trying to figure out who would be that next guy. I think we all consider Schultz to be that next guy most tag eligible. What say you? Yeah, I would just be surprised if anyone but Tony Pollard gets the franchise tag. Stephen Jones is not going to say explicitly that they're going to tag Tony Pollard, and I, I think that's understandable uh, because he hasn't met with Tony Pollard agent yet. Ideally, you're not paying uh, your, your running back, you know, $10 million against your cap, but it gives the Cowboys a little bit of flexibility if that's the case. Uh, you know, in terms of you tag them, you always have the opportunity to work on a multi-year contract, and if not, you know, you, you take some time to evaluate during the 2023 season uh, where Tony Pollard is at, at you know, going to the you know, fifth season of his career coming off a major injury. So uh, I would be shocked if, if the Cowboys do anything with the franchise tag but exercise it on Tony Pollard. I believe that is what's going to happen. Uh, the way that when I speak to the Cowboys, uh, you know, just on a background-type level, um, it, I, I just really get the impression that Tony Pollard is going to be in the building in 2023 there is not even the slightest indication that they're prepared to let him get away and if that's the case you place the franchise tag on them michael uh i believe you're going to have mike mccarthy at the podium tomorrow uh what's the first question that you want to ask him in order to uh, get a better understanding of this team uh, in the offseason well the number one question i have and honestly i probably won't ask at the press conference because we'll be able to get him a little bit after uh he concludes there so uh, I do want to ask him about the coaching staff. Specifically, I think one of the most important and perhaps easy to overlook moves that the Cowboys made with their new staff is transferring Jeff Blasco from your assistant offensive line coach to now your running back coach. Not only are you just giving a guy, a, a coach that you believe in, his own room, but you're giving another guy who's a former assistant offensive line coach his room in the run game. And so you have a tight ends coach, Lunda Wells, who was an assistant offensive coach, uh, assistant offensive line coach in this league. Blasco, a former assistant offensive line coach in this league. And when you, you combine those two uh, with Mike Solari, your offensive line coach, that allows a lot of continuity to get your run game going. It really, the Cowboys believe, can marry their run game with their pass game, at least in theory. You know, what exactly does that look like? How can that manifest? Uh, not every Cowboys offensive coach is here. Uh, I've told uh, there's there's many offensive offensive coaches that are back in Frisco still, not at the combine this week in Indianapolis because they're working on getting this offense ready. So uh, just asking about Blasco and what it means to marry the run and pass team, I think is an important conversation to have. Yeah, it, it was interesting as he replaces Skip Pete, who was Zeke's guy, and if Pollard's back, you know, Stephen mentioned. With in regards to Zeke, he's making a lot of money, and he knows that. Do you think that Zeke has played his last game as a Cowboy? Gosh, that is the big question. Um, it's we are. There's a lot has happened thus far at the combine, yet there's still a lot of combine still to go. I'd probably feel more comfortable answering that question late in the week, which just gives me an opportunity to do a little bit more reporting. I, I mean, obviously, I can say with certainty that Ezekiel Elliott will not be back in 2023 under the current, uh, you know, in the current structure of his contract. That is a fact. Uh, you know, there, there something will be done with Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, that is, uh, you can write that down in, in concrete. Uh, so that that's that's a fact. We know that. But whether or not it's a significant significant pay cut, or if it's a straight release, 
Uh, not sure, but I mean, it's it's a, there's a real possibility that the Cowboys move on from Ezekiel Elliott. Now, they think the world of him. Uh, when I talk to people, all I hear is just what they think of him as a teammate, as a competitor. I mean, it's on and on the praise. So if they do move on from him, I'm sure they want to go about it the right way. And so they'll be careful about how they communicate that uh, to reporters, to Elliott, to, you know, all involved. Michael Gelkin, Morning News here live at the Combine. Cowboys beat writer Stephen Jones asked about being more aggressive in light of the Eagles moving all in. A little bit, uh, you know, A.J. Brown, Hassan Reddick. It didn't sound like they're going to be more aggressive. Do you agree with with that assessment? And do you think they need to be more aggressive in order to take the next step? I'm kind of getting a sense that some sort of move is coming on offense where they're, they're, they're trying to add some some juice to, to this offense. They, they think that there's another guy there. Let's assume that Tony Pollard is back. We know C.D. Lamb is back. I think they, they believe that a third guy is missing, and, and they do expect Michael Gallup to, to do more in 2023, coming off the torn ACL, have another year under him. He had multiple arthroscopic surgeries, the knee and ankle. They think that he'll be better this year compared to last year, but they're not including Gallup when they, when they feel this way, uh, from my impressions, is that I, there's, there's going to be a move here, and it, it could be a wide receiver, so it'll make a lot of sense. Uh, could be a tight end, uh, you know, if, if indeed they move on from Dalton Schultz, uh, which I think is more likely than not. Um, but, you know, we'll see what it looks like and how it manifests and how aggressive, you know, quote-unquote, it ultimately comes to be in terms of what it takes to pull off this move. Could be a straight signing, could be a straight draft pick, but it just seems like there's a third piece to this offense uh, that is missing in terms of a weapon, and I believe – that is something that people should be monitoring in, in the weeks to come. Do you expect a guy like Donovan Wilson to be back here? I do. I think ultimately his market will be very interesting. The economics always drives the conversation, but based on what he's shown, based on his value, based on his physicality and, and, and what he brings so much of what the Cowboys want their defense to, to, to you know, represent, yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot of momentum going there in terms of Donovan Wilson being back. But ultimately, I think Donovan Wilson's a good example of kind of what's been an unfortunate reality where this, this the Cowboys have, not for a lack of want to, but they just haven't been able to get in front of players hitting the market and signing these guys to early second contracts. Ideally, and this is the history of, of the league, You know, if you want to be a draft and develop organization i think you guys have heard me talk about this before if you want to be a draft and develop organization it's not enough to just draft players and hit on those players and develop them into being you know key guys you got to resign them to second contracts and if you're wanting to do that it's better to do it in year three of their career rather than wait until alec donovan wilson's about to hit the market after his fourth season his value has never been higher ideally that's a second contract because that would have happened a year ago so that's why, we, you know, C.D. Lamb is the deal they want to get done. Trayvon Diggs is the deal they want to get done. Ultimately, in at least a year, another year's time, Michael Parsons will be a deal that they want to get done. Uh, Donovan Wilson, not a deal that they got done ahead of time. But, yeah, they'll have a chance to get that done. It'll just be a little bit more pricey than it would have been 12 months ago. Michael, when we last talked to you, it was from the Super Bowl, and the whole thing was going down about Michael Irvin. And you were way ahead of the game on that. Is there any updates that, you know, with through your research and talking to people that you can add to the story since we talked to you last time from the Super Bowl? Right now, the latest is Marriott has recently filed a motion 
that is saying, you know, we don't own Renaissance because we're affiliated with Renaissance, but it's not like this happened at, you know, a different one of our properties that we associate with our, our brand specifically. And so there's that question that needs to be answered, and that is something that the judge uh, in the Eastern District of Texas uh, will have to make a ruling upon. Uh, we also have a 5 p.m. deadline here in terms of 5 p.m. Central that is fast approaching where uh, days ago Michael Irvin's lawyer requested basically a response to, um, you know, they, they basically they want to see the surveillance footage of whatever happened at that Marriott uh, or Renaissance. Right? Uh, they want to have any witness statements and any other documents associated with Michael Irvin's stay in February. And so I don't expect Marriott to turn around and provide that surveillance footage or provide any witness statements or summary documents as to what exactly happened. Uh, but nonetheless, the deadline is approaching. So Marriott, um, I expect, will have uh, some response uh, today in the hours ahead, uh, presuming that yesterday's motion for them to be just completely removed from this uh, situation because of the Marriott versus Renaissance affiliation uh, didn't doesn't, doesn't obstruct doesn't remove them from having to file that re uh, response. So there's some gray area there, and ultimately there's a lot of I do not have a law degree. I feel much more comfortable talking about football and efficiency uh, <laughs> than I do about what's going on with with Michael Irvin versus Marriott. But that, to my understanding, is the general lay of land where really the the, the judge is going to have to make it a, some key decisions. One, what is what is Marriott's role in this? dispute involving a renaissance hotel and two how soon is michael Irvin going to be able to view the surveillance footage and really get a better understanding of what exactly this female employee at that renaissance hotel uh, says happened with him we're getting a, a, a tally all week long, all of our guests. Favorite menu item at sonic favorite menu item at sonic according to michael gelkin is what oh gracious uh I, I, I can't remember the last time I went to a Sonic, but their milkshakes in the commercials are pretty good. <laughs> good answer. Mm, good. Wow, he, he seemed a little more uncomfortable talking about Sonic than he did Michael Irvin in the legal case there yeah. for a second. Good call, though, Michael. Their shakes kick ass. <laughs> Great. I'm relieved. <laughs> hey, we appreciate your coverage so much and, and uh, your insights there. Live at the Combine, Michael Gelkin, Morning News here on your Home of the Cowboys. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. You got it. Yes, and uh, during that uh, conversation, Marcus Simeon was at the plate there at the top of the fourth, had another hit. He is uh, three for three on the day. Okay, uh, around the rim coming up next, right, Chief? Where are we heading with yes, that? Yes, sir. I got the least efficient jump shooters in all of the NBA, and the Knicks are starting to make me very, very sad. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 